All right, so here we want to. Like, we're both like no. All right, we want to welcome you back to uh, local Louisville fighting for another episode. Um, as you can see, who we have in the building today, we have Isaiah Little War Little Warrior Warwick. We have the wife of the owner of JC Elite. Make sure I get that right, Amy Vo Voyel. Voyles. Voyles. Yeah. So it's Amy Voyles. All right. I've been calling him Voyles and just wanted to make sure I get Ms. it right. JC Boxing. Right. So Miss <laughs> JC Boxing is what they call her. We have Jeremy Voyles, the man himself, owner, creator, JC Boxing. Kills everything over that. And I'm so glad I got a chance to get him in the building today. We have another fighter with him. That is Jocelyn Selgado. Yeah. Did I say it right? Mm -hmm. All right. That's awesome. And then beside her, we have Khalil. Uh, Walden, Kyle, it's Kyle, it's Kyle. I think it, it's just hard. I gotta look at this guy and I gotta think of Superman. <laughs> I think of Superman and I get it right. So it's Kyle Walden. Yep, that's correct. So and then of course we have back in the building our co-host. Right? Do I get to call you? Do I call you former amateur boxer now? Is that well, that we get to call the you? At the moment, I never formally said never. So <laughs> never say never. I like to say, but life takes a. Uh, uh, charge sometimes rather than whatever you want to do in life. Sometimes you have to, have to do things to get shit right. So. Alright. <laughs> you try without cussing. Sorry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so alright, we have JC Elite in the building and I'm so glad that I finally got a chance to get them in here so we could talk to them. When I uh, first started LLF, Jeremy Vols was like maybe the third, fourth person that I ever spoke to and he was just an awesome guy. He was very helpful and thoughtful in the things that he was doing when I was just starting out. So I'm glad I could finally get you in here now. Got a couple of boxers with you. And his gym and the things that he does that he does is like everybody does something. But Jeremy is kinda and his gym is kinda like a multi gym where they do a lot of different things besides boxing and they also do a lot of things in the community and the things that they sponsor are just like totally awesome. So we're just gonna get into it straight away. You are what? Let's what, what's your title? This what's your title, Mr. Vols? So I don't really like a title. <laughs> so I just like to say I'm a trainer. Um, I don't really like putting labels on things. I don't like uh, someone coming in and say they want to speak to the owner. Uh huh. Because without everybody else in the building, you know, an owner is just somebody in an empty facility. So you know, when you say you're a trainer, you know, you're training people. You got to have people that you know belong to the facility and. That's what makes you, you know, a, a solid coach. And it makes everybody feel like they're welcome, makes them feel like they're on your level. You know, just because I'm the one that's directing some of the work that we do uh -huh. doesn't mean that I have to put people below me or above me. <clears throat> love it. I love it. And I always feel comfortable when I come to your gym. I've been to your gym a few times. I always feel comfortable. Far away. We'll let you go with the first one. Rat the tat tat, double style. We just gonna we gonna hit you back and forth and you all are just like free game now. So <laughs> we can just hit you with all kind of questions. So where did um you have some background before getting your own gym, but what when what was like your first official year of being open for Jesse boxing? Where did that start? And then you could tap into like where did the real dream start behind that? So when I decided to make it uh to Jeff City Boxing was um, when we decided to turn to a, a ministry-based nonprofit. Uh, we used to be called Team Chaos, uh, you know, and that was 19 years ago. And um, at that time, uh, Abdul uh, Aminov was with us. Uh -huh. uh, Bill Perkins was with us. There were several other guys that done their own art inside the facility. 
right. uh, Amanov was doing the boxing. Uh, Phil was doing the jitsu, which he's still running an awesome jiu-jitsu program over there at 502. Right. Uh, they have a have a great program over there. Um, so when I did Jeff City Boxing, um, I went through a lot of things in my life, and um, I had a brain stroke. And um, so at that point, I felt like God was giving me another chance. So it was time for me, even though you know I grew up religious, even though I grew up, you know, doing things in the community. Um, at that point, I was like, I owe it to him, you know. I don't, I don't owe it to to me for my hard work. Yes, hit that thing. <laughs> and the reason why um, I said, you know, it's time for me to get back to God because He gave me an opportunity that night. You know, when I was in the hospital, you know, um, I remember going into the into the bathroom in the robe and my face was sagging and couldn't feel my right arm. And uh, I remember getting on my knees in the bathroom in there and uh, just saying, God, if I make it home to get to see my kids, right. you know, I'm going to do things a little bit different, you know? Right, right. And, um, so that was at the point <clears throat> when I wanted to make it, you know, ministry-based, um, you know, and just let everybody know that, you know, if it's not if it's not leaded by God, it's not leaded by nobody, you know? And it doesn't matter what religion you are. We're all trying to get to God. You know? Say it again. <laughs> Say it again. And um, so what started me in it was I was a I was a kid that got picked on. I didn't start growing until I was probably 13 or 14 years old. So uh, right. I got ran over by a car when I was eight, and it, and it smashed my, and it smashed my head and smashed my ribs on the left side of my body. Goodness gracious! And um, and they held me back in school because I had so many blood clots. And um, at that that summer, I remember uh, it was a lady from our church, and she we were coming across from the school, and um, she didn't see me come out on my bicycle behind some shrubs, and uh, she hit me and drugged me almost 150 feet under her car. Oh, Man. And um, so it was um, that following year in second grade, um, I got picked on by these twin boys, and uh, they de-pantsed me at a PTO meeting at school. Uh, D pants you at a PTO meeting at school. Yeah. Now that, that sounds like something off a movie that yeah. a little comedic <laughs> flick where they like to bully and pick on people. So, yeah, so you actually went through that. So yeah, you know, and I was I didn't start growing yet. You know, it uh, when I when I got hit by that car, I didn't I didn't develop. Uh, they said something about my pituitary gland was right. was messed up, and I didn't grow. I didn't have no growth. I was I was still like eighty five pounds. You know, I was just still a little guy. I didn't even have height yet. Right. And I had to find my mom in that school. Uh, with my pants down like that, you know? That's crazy. And, yeah, that's um, bad. And so at that point, I said from there on out in my life that there wasn't going to be anybody with any disabilities, anybody that's getting picked on, uh, that it was going to happen in my presence. And that's what made me start training. Right. So uh, my very first art that I trained in was Kempo. So I'd done Kempo, um, and then I stayed in Kempo uh, for several years. And then when I went right into Judo and Wing Chun, so Wing Chun was one of my primary arts. Um, and then my wrestling coach, from the time I was seven, my wrestling coach took me in and out of his home all the way through high school, right. all the way through college, okay. uh, Richard Clip. And um, and that's what started me, you know, going towards combat sports. Right. Um, Did you wrestle through college? I didn't wrestle through college. I had an opportunity to wrestle in college, and, um, and I didn't end up wrestling in college. Gotcha. I mean, they um, – Trinity and several others wanted to pay my high school tuition for me to come across the river. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's a whole um, different story. <laughs> so that um, my very first time of uh, doing combat sports and stuff like that was at a youth center that we had uh, in Harrison County, 
and uh, there was a professional boxer named Matt Ketterman. Uh, and Matt Ketterman, he uh, he ran the program down there, and he was doing jujitsu and kickboxing when it wasn't cool. You know, he was right, you know, right. He was doing it, you know, early on. Right. Years, you know, before uh, MMA was a thing. Yeah, like, before it was even sanctioned. You know, right. even his head coach said MMA would never be sanctioned in the state of Indiana. There's no way the boxing commission will ever approve MMA in the state of Indiana. Mm-hmm. And, and they told us that for years. You know, you see how that turned out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so to make a long story short, we'll right. fast forward to, um, you know, in my early 20s, um, you know, I went through, uh, I lost six friends back to back when I graduated school. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I had to bury a lot of friends and it really zoned me in uh, to the sport even more. Right. So Terry Middleton was really good to me, you know, in my early years. Uh, let me come in the gym anytime I want it, stay as late as I want it. Right. Even when the big boys were there and, and Jarvis was still there. Okay. So Jarvis was training pro yeah. fighters there uh, in the evenings. And um, so he'd let me stay as late as I wanted. But when the pro guys come in, he's like, oh, you know, everybody's got to leave. I said, I said, hey, Terry, if I can fix the rings or if I can clean up around here, anything to stay a few more hours, yeah. you know. That's right. whatever I had to do. Can I right. fix the That's bags? That hunger. Can I air up speed bags? Whatever, you know. Right. And I wanted to, I wanted to be a part of that at a young age. Um, so... At 22 years old, um, I come to Jeff, and I was doing, you know, all the cross-training stuff there. And when I moved to Jeff, I bought a gym in Harrison County with a partner, even mm-hmm. though that was a town I grew up in. Right. So I partnered up with Don Brammer, and I bought it. It's called Total Health and Fitness. So Matt and them were actually mm-hmm. using the gym that I was partners in. It was a fitness center, boxing gym. Uh, they done kickboxing. They done right. jiu-jitsu in it. So at 22 years old, I was a half the gym owner okay not knowing what i was doing in right business, you know business, business owner at 22 years old there you go you're on the right track but i just didn't understand all yeah. together but don was very he was very business smart you know he was uh-huh. you know 16 17 years older than me but i wanted to be a part of a gym you know i wanted to get back and do something with it right um three years later ymca came in and offered us an enormous amount of money because they didn't want no competition in that little county. Bet. They said, they said, they said, That's, that sounds like real business right there. Right. So they said, you know, here's big, that's big people dollars, business. Here's that Get out of here. You, guys, you know, we'll buy your equipment or you can sell yeah. your equipment. But you know, that was when they was first getting ready to build a new YMCA. So mm-hmm. I stayed in Jeff. And uh, what got me started in Jeff with, with the kids was uh, my youngest son was going to a daycare on Springdale. Uh-huh. And... Um, I went in there and I was doing some side work for her, fixing some gutters, fixing some stuff around the the daycare. I mean, she had 400 kids in this daycare. Just enormous. Miss Beverly was just an awesome person. Right. And uh, and I come in there one day to get my check from her. And uh, ah, that's his phone. He tried to check everybody, didn't he? So when we got started. We did a big check. Everybody checked their phone. But, Jeremy's what uh, did check his phone. <laughs> But so Miss Beverly, I asked her, I said, so what all the kids do in that in that room on the side of the building? She said, well, they're waiting for their aunt to show up, their uncle to show up, mm-hmm. whomever they're staying with, you know. Right. And I said, so they sat there from three o'clock to six or seven o'clock at night. She says, yeah. She said, we just don't have anything else to do with them, Jeremy, you know. They just sat in there, and I was like, I was like, well, I've been training throughout my whole life. I said, I'd like to come up and do some stuff. And she's like, oh, honey, she said, our budget's so tight that there's no way that I could afford you coming up. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. 
I want to I want to come in and donate my time. Okay, donate and your so, time. So it started from there, and I end up bringing several kids out of that group living in my home. So it started with two or three of them, and then it started with twelve or fourteen of them, you know, coming in and out of my home. And at that point, my dad gave me my very first building, which was one of his commercial buildings. Right. And we called it Seven Flying Fist. <laughs> seven yeah. flying, seven flying fists was the first, was first, the first thing. It was the first thing, and our, and our it's a phone number, question. and our phone number was two eight three fist. Two eight three fist. Yeah. So, so that was our that was our first go around at it, you know, and uh, and it just kind of progressively grown. Where you know, as Jasper and them aged and they got older, mm-hmm. they were three and five then. As they right. progressively got older, I kept getting more kids and more kids. Right. And then we then we outgrew then we outgrew uh, Dad's building, and uh, we moved into another building just right up behind uh, where Big Lots is at in Jeff. Right. And it, so they used to have a big warehouse uh, in behind there, and the guy gave me eleven thousand square feet building for six hundred dollars a month. What? Hey, you're not gonna what? find anything at them prices right about now. So sometimes, no. sometimes I'll share you the pictures. So Amanov, uh-huh. uh, I got pictures of him and his son. When he was five and six years old in the facility, sitting by the boxing ring oh, when, wow. when uh, Abdul was teaching class. <laughs> Sweet. Wow. All these little Sweet. guys that, you know, Sweet. were coming up in the sport um, and all these different gyms that have different yeah. coaches and stuff that we all were together at one time, you know, and we mm-hmm. all, um, and a lot of them went across the bridge when they built the new bridge because they just couldn't get back and forth when they built those new bridges. Right. And it was understandable, you know. Right. So it makes total sense. A lot of those guys still, you know. But it was uh, it was really neat to see how those kids at that young of an age, you know, come up and they're still in the sport and the dads are still doing it, right. you know. And uh, and Aminah was like, he's like, you gave me the inspiration to get back to coaching and stuff. I was like, you're an awesome coach, you're an awesome guy. Why not, you know, why not continue it? And you know, he went over to the mosque and started having, right. doing things over at the mosque. Right. And uh, now he's got an awesome gym over there. Yeah, he does. House of Warriors. Most House of Warriors. Of Warriors. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. Uh, you know, that's my brother. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's an awesome guy. And, um, but, you know, years ago, then they, they were kicking us back and forth. And, and Jarvis, uh, he made a comment in a fight several months ago. He says, <laughs> he says I remember when you went to as a snot-nosed kid in the gym. <laughs> you, know, the time, you know, he was a champion. You know? Right, right. Uh, and we looked up to him. I mean, he was, he was an awesome kickboxer, you know. And, uh, and, you know, just to see those guys develop and see the coaches still doing what they're doing in the community, I think is awesome. Same here. Same here. And that was one thing I wanted to say, and you touched on it earlier about, like, if you kind of take it back to history class, it was one big continent, and now everything is just split. Y'all, everybody's got their own space, in the, and you all make it work. So that's a wonderful thing. This guy right here to my left, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Little Warrior, how you doing today? I'm doing good. All right, can we hear that? Does he need to get a little closer? Yeah, I'm doing good. You doing good? Mm-hmm. You gonna smile today? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about you for a second. How old are you? I'm eight. Eight. What school you go to? Uh, uh, I'm homeschool. Oh, you're homeschool? Oh, okay, okay. I didn't All know right. that. All right, that's cool. Shout out to the homeschool people. Homeschooling. I don't know if I can homeschool. Right. I don't know if I can homeschool my kid. That means <laughs> so. you can train a lot more, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you actually do with it? Do you train more? Yeah, I do. All right, yeah. so nothing wrong with that. So let's talk about you coming out the gate. Uh, how old do you have to be to start boxing? Is it eight? Yeah, so to be USA Boxing licensed, you mm-hmm. have to be eight years old. All right, so you're at eight, coming out the gate. What's your record? Are you have you? What's your record? Um, three and zero. Oh. 
Three and zero. Three and zero. No losses. Uh, you've had a win here locally, and then you have won some other places. What other places have you won? I've won in Tennessee once, and Philly once, and in Tennessee once. And Tennessee once. All right. So you won there. How was the? How were those fights? Like you're eight years old. You're getting ready to get into your first fight. They've been grooming you. They've been prepping you. How did that work? How did, how does it feel to get in there and once you start fighting? I felt comfortable. Yeah. I was on my toes a lot, too. You were? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sound like we got knowledge base here, Jeremy. <laughs> Eight years old, boxing knowledge base. He sat on his toes. Uh, how did it feel the first time you got hit? Mm, it felt normal. I'm used to it. Well, oh. <laughs> I hope so when you get in the ring. You better okay. be used to it, right? <laughs> I, get, I get hit in the gym every day. All right. All right. So that's how you... Yeah, so that's how that's how you become tough. So that's good. In the uh, what do you plan on? Like you're eight years old. Does an eight year old know what they want to do with their life? Do you know what you want to do with yours right now? Yeah, I want to be a champion one day. Okay, say it again. Hit that. Yeah, you gotta hit that bell on it. Champion one day. Did you run up the rocky steps in Philly? Did you run up the steps? No, no, we didn't go. They go there. Yeah, Yeah, we had planned to do it, but we were we were about an hour and a half away, so Uh, we were in uh, like the countryside of Pennsylvania. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. So over on here. the bucket list, get it on your bucket yeah. list. Yeah. So next time you're in Philly, you running the steps, <laughs> yeah. Rocky style. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. So everybody's gonna see that too. <laughs> Other two boxes we have in here. We're gonna start with you, <clears throat> Jocelyn Salgado. 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 I want to yeah. make sure I say that right. So Latina in the house. Oh, okay. Yeah. There we go. There we go. So you said Latino. What's uh? Puerto Rican and Boom, Mexican. there it is, right. <laughs> Champion countries, you better be something. Yeah. <laughs> Everything I post, so she's not on she's not on my social media because I keep my social media real tight. Right. I call her the Puerto Rican princess. Yes. Man, there's a fighting name for you. Well, see, that was gonna be my next question. So yeah. you have you fought yet? Uh no, but I'm planning on December thirty first, yeah, New Year's. Silver gloves opener. Okay, so our first fight's gonna be silver gloves opener. All right, all right, all right. I I've been to the gym a few times, and I was like, we got this girl to fight yet, so your first fight will be Silver Gloves? Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. So if you win, what does that mean? If she wins, Silver, <laughs> silver Gloves champion first fight. <laughs> hey, right. So she would win uh, as long as they, I, I think so far, uh, Dorico's got one matchup for, for the state of Kentucky. Right. But if she wins that, then we move to region. All right. So, we're, going, so we're region two. So it's okay. the toughest bracket, I think, you know, because it's, it's it PA, is. it's Ohio. So it is. It is the toughest bracket. It is. Hands down, it's the toughest bracket. No asking it really about is, it. It you know, is you, the you, toughest practice. It's northeast, so yeah. you know you hit the you hit the what I consider the mecca boxing with the mm-hmm. East Coast. Right, kind of bias the East Coast, you know. And if she makes it to that, and then we do that, then she would be able to have a chance to go to uh, nationals. All right, so first fight out the box, you got a chance to make some noise. Yeah, yeah. is that right? And what what age and weight we got to watch out for you? Yeah. Um, one thirteen. Yeah, one thirteen. How old are you? Um, I'm sixteen. What school you go to? Uh, Christian Academy of Louisville. Oh, C-A-L. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So, of course, the obvious question, you know, the elephant in the room. <laughs> Why would an attractive, pretty young girl at 16 years old want to get into boxing? I've always grew up in, like, a boxing family. Like, uh-huh. my whole family has just always put boxing on me and, like, I don't know. Being Mexican and Puerto Rican, my family always just watched Canelo Alvarez, Chavez. Right. Um, you can't forget Amanda Serrano. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See? A bunch of stuff like that. My grandpa is huge on MMA, and my dad's just 
Well, that's an interesting right. fact. So you grew up in a boxing family, so yes. it just happened to go that way. All right, so we're going to ask you again after your first fight how you feel about boxing. I'm still going <laughs> to love it. You don't have a choice now. Right. <laughs> right, that was going to next thing I'm going to ask. So my guy right here, let me then let me get this, because I got to think of Superman when I say his name. So it's Kyle. Did I get it right first time? <laughs> Boom, <laughs> right out, the, right out yeah. the gate first. Kyle Walden. So... JC Boxing, you know I'm a ring announcer, so I, ever since I started, these guys show up. I always ring announcer, and I always do the thing, and I love when I get to see JC Elite's name or Jeffersonville's JCD Boxing. I love it when they got boxers there and I get a chance to say their name. So the boxing thing comes around. I'm going to tell you a story about Kyle. The, uh, I've been to the gym a few times, so I know, this, know the kid. I don't know his phone number, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I know him. So I've seen him at the gym a few times. I've spoken to him. Uh, you can always catch him on the page. So when the boxer sheet comes out and I see it and I see a list of names, I'm like, JC Elite, Aaron Walden. I'm like, who is that? I have no idea who this is. And I'm like, JC Elite. I'm like, I know all the guys over at JC Elite. I'm like, who is this kid? And then he comes in and I see him and I'm like, he likes to be called by a different name. So every time I see him, every time I see him at a boxing match, I always, I think I got it now though. <laughs> I'm not going to have to ask anymore. But I'd always be like, you don't like being called Aaron. He's like, no. No. <laughs> don't like that. No, he doesn't look like an Aaron. No, he doesn't look like an Aaron, does it? It's my dad. It's passed down through my dad, his dad. So all right. All our first names are Aaron. So. Well, that's interesting. There you go. That's interesting. That's like George, George, and George, and George. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But they was all brothers, though. <laughs> so, you and your boxing skill, let's talk about you for a minute. What I know as far as what you've been doing and you have taken on almost all the talent here. And when I first saw you, you were a little bit bigger. So you have gotten a little smaller. Has he been, is his, has his weight changed? Yeah, we changed drastically in the last year and a half. You know, from the first time he walked in the gym, you know, he was a, you know, played college football. Okay. And, uh, so when he Where'd you play at? Eastern Kentucky. EKU? Okay, okay. How old are you? 22 now. 22? All right. Play the ball, EKU. All right, all right. What's that? And uh, so he, uh, when he first come in, he was muscled up. You know, he was just like the rest of the muscle head kids that come in. <laughs> right. They, they right. think that uh, the muscles heads. are going to do something in the ring. And when they realize that uh, how ugly uh, a, a weightlifting kid looks in a ring, all shoulders tight and, you know, all uh -huh. muscled up on his chest. And, right. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and, I, and I told him, I said, look, I said, all oh, that's not going to work in here. You know, I'm just real blunt like that when they come in, you know. Uh -huh. And uh, and all he wanted to do is he didn't want to do no training. He wanted to spar. He, wanted wanted he just wanted to fight. That's what most he just wanted, wanted to walk, do. Walk in the door and just start fighting. Let's hit. I'm ready. <laughs> right. Time to hit. And, uh, sometime we get to share that video of what he looked like. Oh, do you man. still look at it sometimes? Man. Because I'm sure looking at that video and watching you fight now, I'm sure you've come a long way. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm sure you've come crazy. a long way. Yeah. It's crazy. So, and I know that maybe off the, um, not officially, but as far as some of the fights I've seen, I've seen you take on the best talent locally around here. And you just started boxing when? How long ago? Like a, about a year. And like about a year seven ago. Seven months. Something so like that. you come out the gate, fight. you not scared of anybody. You take everybody on. You take on all the talent around here. We're not talking about winning losses or anything, but just the fact that you fought them. And how does sparring that. Sparring or fights? Uh, a little both. Little both. I don't know. You know how it is about sparring. I'm like, gotta I don't be try specific because I mean, saying you know, I try not to talk about sparring. I mean, I'm just, I'm just asking. About it, it's yeah, fine. I try not to talk okay. about sparring. Okay, but I know you've touched gloves with some of the best around here. 
<laughs> that I know you have. And yeah. uh, how has that helped you out? It's because you're you only fighting in a year. You're only fighting a year. I mean, you just, I don't know. I just, I like it so much. Kind of obsessed with it. So, like, getting in there with guys that have been doing it longer and got more experience, I feel like I get more out of it from going with those top guys. So, like, going with, like, Juicy and Selassie and mm-hmm. Filthy, like, I, to me, those are the best. And Joel, like, those are the best, like, four yeah. guys in the city. Now, if I'm seeing them, I'm, like, you know, I'm only bound to get better, I feel like. Right. I totally agree How with you. How many uh, fights have you had? 11. 11. 11. Okay. All been since May. Since May? All right, so when you're up next, do you know if you got another fight coming? Uh, Probably like January. Yeah, I've got him called in several. I've got him called mm-hmm. in um, in uh, Wichita. I've got him called in in Florida. I've got him called in at several different events. Uh, trying to just get us a builder up to because uh, we March is our Golden Gloves, right? And uh, just trying to get him a few more in there. If not, you know, at least keep him in with good sparring partners. Yeah. You know, uh, like he said, you know, I think we get some of the best work in the city. I mean, there's there's such good talent and and you know such maturity in the sport. Like like he was saying, Juicy and Salas, yes. You know, uh, and Joel's you know coming up and and Filthy. They've been in it a long time and they're probably the most respectful sparring partners. That we could have in the Midwest. Yeah, gotta love that. Gotta love that. So what pulled you off the uh, the football field into the boxing ring? Boom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know, I was going through it a lot, really. I went home for a semester, didn't go back in the spring, and then I got back in the fall, and they wouldn't let me back on the team. So, like, oh, cause you in my whole life, I've been working to go play D1 football, you know? Just, right, That was right. my whole goal. Been there. My whole life. <laughs> Been there. And I, it wasn't even back on the team. I really didn't know what to do with myself for a while. So kind of just doing this right here. And then I got into, I had sparred some Mexican guy from back home, uh-huh. Paducah. So I'd sparred him. He's like, uh, he'd been doing it for like three, four years. Real quick, dude. Right. Real quick. And I ended up like, gave him a black eye and a bloody nose. Oh, yeah, yeah. Put like, them hands on him, huh? <laughs> Put them paws on him, huh? Uh, right. I was like, I don't know what this is, but I got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> that felt good. So, hey, that's awesome. That's like maybe one of the best answers ever. So I came up to, uh, came up here and moved, with my, moved up here with my dad mm-hmm. and my stepmom, and uh, we were calling gyms all around Louisville and some of Indiana, just right. trying to find a gym, and nobody wanted a 20-year-old uh Football player, ex football player. Yeah, nobody wanted twenty year old. And the yeah. first time I, <laughs> you're starting too old. First time yeah. I talked to Jeremy, I was like, I started when I was so I came in here. So, oh, that's beautiful. And Jer- yeah. hey, that's beautiful. That's cool. And that's a real nice story. And Jeremy's real easy. Like when I first got mm-hmm. started talking to him, I was like, uh, not the gym that you all are in now, but the gym he was in before. Jeremy's like, yeah, twenty bucks a week, man. Come on in here. Exactly. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, I try to do that because you never you never know. You know, I mean, here's the thing. He might stay in it and, you know, for the rest of his career. Yeah. Or it mm-hmm. might be something he enjoys. But I can remember being in big gyms, you know, because I spent a lot of time uh, in upper Ohio and different areas training with different camps all over the country. Right. And, uh, and I can remember a lot of the coaches, same kind of principle, you know. Uh-huh. They wouldn't let these kids come in. Oh, well, if you didn't start at 12 and 13 years old, you know, you don't have a spot, this and that. You know, I mean, some of the best-paid farm partners in the world started, you know, 16, 17, 17. 18 years old. That ended right. up doing pretty good in their career, but didn't really make it past the, you know, top 50. But they still made a good living and still enjoyed the sport. I'll you know? tell you a secret my first coach told me. Tell it. Don't matter when you start, 
There's only five punches. No, no. <laughs> there's so, only five punches. There's you only got five one punches. Doesn't matter. You, you learn it at the beginning, or you wait till later. Learn it. Everybody's even when you throw punches. It's one, two, three, four, five. No, or yeah, unless yeah. you're adopting a different, you know, like I know a couple, like George Foreman's got. He adds different ones now, but I mean basics anyway. I'm just saying, there's like yeah. five punches. Yeah. So, I, so like us, we do ours like we do a number system. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, different uh, number system. I have yeah. things. I have things marked. You know, like Cuz the model did. So you know, I really, I really loved the way a lot of things that he done. And Joe Goosen, that's that's two of one of our most favorite guys. Huge, you huge. know, right. And so they uh, they done things a little bit different. So like in a ring, if I call if I call a three or I call a five or I call a seven. Mm-hmm. You guys know it as the as the five or the, or right, the three. Right. Isaiah knows it as a combination. Right, right. You Don't be giving away all your secrets now. Don't give away all your secrets up in here, Jeremy. Yeah. Don't give them all the way up in here, but I get it. I get it. I don't want them to know that. Yeah. But you know, they we call a lot of different things. Like you know, uh, I call shapes and, and squares and lines and, and, and they, different things that you know that's different than yeah. what most people do. And I think right. what happens is when you shorten that down to do that. And they get used to me calling them in the gym like that. When mm-hmm. I get to the corner and I'm calling them out, now we're building instinct. Yeah, right. You know, we're mm-hmm. building we're Absolutely. building patterns and, and and rhythm where they're you know doing it in their atmosphere because I don't ever let them stand in front of a bag or do any drills unless it's like we're fighting. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, we're not going to come in and just poke around. We're gonna we're gonna throw our shadow box just like we're fighting in the ring. Yep. And we're hitting the heavy bag. We're gonna move just like we're in the ring. You know, and um, and so you know like Kyle when he first come in, he come in with his brother. Yeah. You know his stepbrother, uh, his stepbrother, uh-huh. and uh, and I and be honest with you, out of the two, I thought I thought uh, I thought Jalen uh, uh, Jaden would be the would have been the one out of the two, right? Because he was a little bit more collective, kind uh-huh. of had a little bit more of a mouth, right? You know? Right, right. There we go. <laughs> and, uh, but but you know the thing is about like I told him, I said if you're going to come in here, you're going to come in in the mornings with me. You're going to because Joel, you know, is from day one. He's been you know to the grit and to the nose of you know. Eight, nine, ten hours a day, right? And uh, and I told him, I said, if you're going to come in and set with us, um, what you have to do is, is you're going to have to dig in with us, and I'm going to keep you accountable. And if you don't come in and do that, you can't be a part of us, right? You know, and, and that's uh, where a lot of a lot of fighters fall off because mm-hmm. they lack the discipline. Yeah, you know, you. and it's and that's where I've you know went through a lot of guys like that because I would set times for them, you know, say, hey, look, this is your window. Uh-huh. And you got to come and train inside this window. And if right. you don't come in and train inside this window, then don't ask me for that mid time. Don't ask me for that training time or that one on one time. If you can't even be disciplined enough to get there when I'm paying for all your transportation, right. all your gloves, all right. your gear, all your food, right? You know, and and I'm paying for all that up front. If only thing I got to do is show up, where do you think I'm going to be? You know what I mean? Because a lot of coaches don't have that. You know that that opportunity or, or the ability to, to do that. Yeah, to get the ability back to, to the do kids, that. You know, right? And um, and when with the kids traveling, I mean, when we get there, uh, they know their food's taken care of. They know their uniforms are up to date. We right. rotate uniforms every other fight. New uniforms, right? Uh, you know, their travel to get there, uh, everything. Their training, everything. It uh-huh. costs them nothing. So if they're fighting with us, it costs them nothing across the board. You know. that, that, and that, that's another thing about you and your coaching too that I want to tap on. Like you're like that, and I've been around. I know everybody, but I know you, and I know that you're like that. So you can come in, and if you got the skill, and if you got the talent, and give the dedication, you give the dedication. Mm-hmm. The fact that a boxer will know if they have somebody that'll be there for them to the end. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. kind of something I get from you. It's also something I like about you too. And two things I want to touch on before 
Miss Amy Vols, you're not getting out of here. <laughs> no, you're not getting out of here. <laughs> Miss Amy, Miss Miss Jeff City, you're not getting out of here. So, uh, what's it like being Miss Jeff City and being married to Mr. Jeremy Vols? How was that? The boxing, the boxing guys, Southern Indiana. What is that like? Well, we're not legally married, but I feel like we've been <laughs> right. I, I, behind the scenes, I hold the house down. I do a lot behind the scenes for the boxing. Crew. Right. Uh, it takes a lot of patience. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie. It, he's not home a lot, so it's he's always married to the gym. And, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a real coach. Yeah. Be honest with him. <laughs> <laughs> here's the other question. So when he comes in from a bad day, how does that go? Uh, I'm his therapist. <laughs> right. You didn't get paid right. twice, you're saying, right? <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. I'm glad you got somebody beside you, too, because you always need somebody to it's, talk to tough, when you're going you know? through I it, mean, bro. It, it it really puts, like, and that's another thing that kind of gives me backlash on, like, the fighters who don't want to show up on time, who who don't want to be there on time, uh-huh. you know, who all got all excuses in the world. What they don't realize is is that I'm taking away from my home life and taking away from my family. Say it again, boy. Say it again. You know? <laughs> Say it again. Just me as a coach. Boxers you know? need to understand that. You know, and they got to understand that, you know, we're given that time. Like my gym, we have 11 paying students. Right. We have 78 kids. Yeah, there's a lot of kids in there. You know, there's a lot of kids in there. I ain't gonna lie. But what I tell them is if you can bring me a good report card, bet you're here. If you can show up and you want to be on the fight team, we're going to do it on a trial basis. You know, my, my other full time coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, is we'll give a shout out to Carter Red. Yeah, you know he um, he does a lot of awesome things with the kids. You know he's got his nephews there. He does a lot of things, and it, it's you know we both have that. We call each other the married couple in the gym. We'll have our little <laughs> we'll have our little spats back and yeah. forth right. in the gym. But the, at the end of the day, he's got a heart of gold and he's trying to drive towards making sure these kids do good and shows up every day and got the discipline. But he's me and him's on the same page when it comes to that. If you're gonna be in this sport, you right. gotta show up. You gotta be disciplined. You gotta be eating Absolutely. right. Absolutely. You right. gotta put your role work in. You gotta do your things, you know. And so what they don't see is is what me and Red do without behind the doors. Uh-huh. Like you know, we'll get it there, and he said, "Well, Jeremy, you know, we need X amount of stuff for the kids, or or we need to get all their food together. We need, you know." So there's right. a lot of things that we're doing that we're taking away from our family, right? To give to these guys who who are not even a part of our family. Yes. You know. Yes. And so in in retrospect, what that does is. It creates the animosity at home. You know, it does. <laughs> you know, it, it really does. <laughs> right, right. Spoke, spoken true boxing. Right? True boxing. <laughs> true boxing coach relationship here. It really it is, really you is. know, and she. And she's, I'm just glad we're getting this recorded because <laughs> 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 never admit to that. But, right. you know, it, it is, you know, and she does put up with a lot with it. But, like I told her, I said, I said, tell me many people or, or even yourself something that you've done for 30 years in your life. You know that that I put so much time in. You know, and a lot of these kids don't get to see that behind the doors, where I'm crying or I'm upset or she's upset because right. I'm on the road or you know. And, and there's a lot of things like that that's behind the doors that people don't go through. Well, right. he takes it really personal when, say, there's drama with one of the fight kids. Uh-huh. I mean, it it takes an emotional toll on him. Sure. So I feel that. And if it wasn't see, for seeing all his passion towards it, and I mean, he does a lot that he doesn't get credit for, and people just do not see. They have no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, he's mentored a lot 
I say I'm the therapist for him, but he's the therapist for a lot mm-hmm. of kids. And, you know, because they're going through real life stuff. Yes. Even Boxing the- is their way out. Definitely. I mean, my, my phone doesn't get turned off. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's from <laughs> 6 o'clock in the morning. Sometimes I'm up on the phone outside walking around in my yard at my house right. talking to a fighter, or, you know, meeting them in the middle of the night or making sure they got food or gas money and, you know, Cash App and Venmo, it's awesome, but it's not awesome for a coach. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but it, you know, if, if right. I can do my little part of that, you know, I'm not going to go into details right. on a lot that I've done because yeah. it's not what you're supposed to do. Right. You're supposed to do things because right. it's out of your heart, not because right. that you want somebody to reward or get put on a pedestal right. for it, you know? Right. Because uh, your emotions are different with each one of the kids, you know, it's different ways. But there's no better feeling in the world, and this is something I try to explain to her, when I walk in that facility, I can have the worst day, the absolute worst day at work. Mm-hmm. And I walk in that facility, and it, those little kids walk up to me and say, Coach, I miss you. Or they hug my leg. Right. Or they want right, to hug. Right. And, and it resets all of that. Yes, it does. You know? Yes, and, it does. Uh, and yes, when that resets it, you're like, Rewarding. Makes it all worth it. Mm-hmm. Here, here it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. some kids, as well as you all know, you know, we get a lot of kids, you know, inner city kids and, you know, kids that have nothing, you know, and when they come in, that might be the only enjoyable thing that they get to do all week, all month, you know, and they have that only thing that they get to come to. And that's like I tell her, I say, I don't want any of the kids and I'll tell them when they come in. And, uh-huh. and I told, you know, a lot of these kids to say, the parents are always like, well, how much does it cost? What does it, what do you have to do? And I'm like, let me explain something to you. Don't ever not bring your kid or not show up because you're short on money that week. Right. I want them here. Exactly. You know, I don't exactly. care if you got three dollars, two dollars. You'll never see me browbeat you over money to come in this facility. But what I want is I want your kid to be disciplined while they're here, and I want them working hard. I don't care about. Don't hide from me because I've had parents through the years hide or not show up. Well, you know, he got sick or this or that. Right. You know, right when it's time for gym payment. Right. And I finally got to a position in my life with this gym that one of the big business owners in our community, his name mm-hmm. is Jesse Blue. Right. And he's been part of the church that my dad grew up in and I grew up in mm-hmm. for 30 some years. And I tried to rent the building forever and ever and he would never rent it to me. And he called my dad and he said, he's in his eighties now. And he said, I want to do something good for the community. And he said, I want to make sure that Jeremy has a facility as long as he can. He could do the maintenance, upkeep, fix everything in it because it was an older building. Right. We had to do all the wiring and, you know, electrical and plumbing yeah, and everything. Yeah. A lot of money mm-hmm. I put in it. Mm-hmm. But he said, it's your building until you're finished. Okay. Cool, man. And not many coaches get that kind of blessing to do that because the big thing with these coaches, there's so many awesome coaches in our district. Right, I right, mean, we right. Got just, I mean, I. I don't know why Louisville's not shoved back on the map yet, you know? Right. But like me and Dorico, we getting there. We getting there. Me and Dorico have yeah. a lot we of conversations there. about it. And I told him, I said, I feel like in the up-and-coming kids from the 8 years old up to the 19, 20-year-old kids, we have the best group of like seven or eight gyms of the up-and-coming. Yeah. Want to be the Definitely. best, you know, Definitely. the best pedigree that, that Louisville's seen in a long time. Right. You know, but here's the worry that people have. When you come in, the coaches, do I have enough members to pay the bill? Yeah. That's a big worry on a coach. So a coach don't really get to be who they are as a coach yeah. because they're worried about, okay, well, I have to stay away from my fighters and I have to work on basic on with kids who 
or probably will never fight because but, they're but paying. paying the bill. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we pull that talent away from that good mm-hmm. coach because he's trying to pay the bills. Right. Yep. You know, right. that's a big burden on a coach. So that's one thing that, that is a blessing for us. We don't have that burden after all these years. And then besides Right, that, like, so you didn't wake up tomorrow and have that blessing. Yeah. You worked towards that blessing. Yeah, 20, uh, yeah. 24 years yeah. Jeff. Right, so, right. So, um, and the next big blessing is, is that we've been in a family business for over 40 years, and we take money out of my family business, and we put into the facility for the kids to function. Right. You know, and, right. and a lot of people don't have that opportunity where they have that extra money to do that, you know. Only thing I want to do is see the kids smile, see them do well, whether they ever box, uh-huh. whether they, you know, just come in and do it for fun. Uh, you won't believe how many through the years that I've ran in just to the grocery store and a kid All come up with the kids come up and <laughs> hug me time. and are like, coach, I remember when I was, you know, 10 years old and you was coaching me. I remember right. when I was 12 and 13 years old and you was coaching me, you know, and, and them are memories that's going to stick with those kids the rest of their life. Put the fight aside. Right. You know, right. So, um, and that's why I'll use a slogan. It's called we're all fighting for something. You ain't never lied about that. You know, and, and that's whether we're <laughs> fighting for a home, that. fighting for friendship, mm-hmm. you know, fight for your spot at school, you know, for people not to pick on you. And, you know, there's different things at different levels that we're fighting for stuff. You know, I've had kids to come in and sit in a gym that never put a pair of gloves on. And one young boy, and I'm not going to mention his name, but every day he would come in with his headphones on and sit in the mm-hmm. corner. And I asked him one day, I said, hey, why do you, why do you come in and never train with us? He said, coach, uh, I sleep in the attic. We don't have air conditioning. Okay. And had nowhere to go. So he would come in the gym, uh-huh. cool. stay cool, right. the okay. sun went down, okay. and then he would go back home. Okay. You know, and uh, and I can't tell you how many guys that I've housed and lived in the gym. Kyle, his mom came and spoke with me. Mm-hmm. I had a one-on-one, Are you? what's the plans with my boy? What are you planning on doing with my boy? Right. That's right, moms. That's yeah. right. That's what I've been like, what you doing to do with my boy? Stop playing. So we packed him up. We packed him up. He walked away from his job. We packed him up in Paducah and brought him here, and I put him right in the gym in a spare room. Yeah, I got him on my feet. Sweet. Sweet, yeah, sweet. I got him on my feet. Got sweet, my sweet. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. So, hold on. Before we get out of here and wrap this up. You're going to ask uh, about Wednesday? Two things I wanted to ask about. Wednesday was one of them. So, your gym does what on Wednesday nights? So on Wednesday nights, we do uh, a devotional night. So we have kids that are Catholic, Christian, Muslim, you know, everyone. It's a, and, we, and we speak about the word, you know, we speak out of the Bible and we speak, you know, just on day to day things about, you know, what young men are supposed to do or what young ladies are supposed to do right. and, and about respect and about, you know, accountability and uh, honor and different things like that. You know, we had that we had that discussion every week. And uh, so, what's the what's my key word this week? Um, accountability. Okay. Accountability. Okay. Okay. That's so, so we're working on accountability. So, what I make them do is everybody gets in a picture, not for us just to post on social media. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So I make them right. all. <laughs> right. I make them all get in a picture. So when I bring the picture in and one of them's missing, mm-hmm. now we got to make that person accountable. <laughs> Who's not in the picture? Uh, <laughs> sweet. Sweet. Can I use that at home too on you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> right, right. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, and so a couple of things too. Like you said something that made me realize I'm gonna have to do another spot on JC because I got I had one more spot coming for 
John L. Taylor and them, and then you just made me think of the Carter boys. So I'm like, I got two more spots on you guys because yeah. I want to talk to Carter Red and those nephews. Yeah, I tried to get Carter. Yeah, I tried to get him in with us tonight, you know, and uh, and this is his busy season at work. Is it? You know, so and, I'm gonna catch him. Uh, and I told I'm him, I said, look, I said we'll get him together. Year coming up. And, yeah. Like, that yeah. way, Marion, Darius, and and yes. Meech, so that so all the boys can get in together. You know, uh, it's such a. It, it's such a uh, mix of family that you know everybody it, sits around, it, everybody eats together. I mean, it is. I mean, it's it a, it's a really cool it thing, is. you know, that and then how it all goes together. And, and when I first said it, I was like, man, I, how am I gonna get that whole gym in here? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so <laughs> you heard that? I'm about series. to. I'm right. I'm about to break JC Elite, JC Elite into three series. So we're gonna start with the guy Jeremy Foles. I'm gonna have. Red, you and your nephews are coming through here as soon as I can get you. And we all know who's going to be here next weekend. So, yeah. And, <laughs> and, you know, and at the gym, we don't just primarily do boxing. Um, one of my head MMA coaches, mm-hmm. uh, Maddox, he uh, he is licensed in Nevada and in California. We've got a couple uh, guys that are currently in the UFC. Right. I'm trying to get calm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get him in here. So, uh, so Dontel, you know, he. Um, <laughs> He started with me when he was uh, 17 years old. Mm-hmm. He stayed with me for a while, and I wouldn't fight him yet. He left me for a while, went to another gym, came back. So Maddox has got his, yeah. got his hooks back in him again. Good, good, good. And, if, I, if I get him on here, I'm going to change my logo. Yeah. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be my first MMA interview. But, but, right. uh, but, yeah, so there's a lot of good things going on like that. And then we have a jiu-jitsu program uh, that, that they run really well with the kids. And, mm-hmm. um you know, it's just great for everybody. Some boxing might not just be for you, so you know that's why we got other things that are adaptive. Uh, you know, through the years that uh, you know other kids can try. One more question: Your gym is like in movies, commercials. What's up with that? <laughs> like in your gym, so, like in movies and commercials, yeah, so all that shot, stuff. They've shot a lot of movies in our gym, so they shot some uh, some commercials from Albuquerque. So they brought a, a film crew up from Albuquerque and shot a. It was a two day oh. scene for shooting a movie in uh, in Albuquerque. And then every morning, if you wake up on WDRB or every wow, evening in WDRB, uh, Denzel, which uh-huh. is uh, him and Selassie, the only two pros in the gym. So Denzel right. and Joel are on the morning show every day with, with Gilbert. All right, cool. So they're, that's the commercial, slide, yeah. Yeah, the commercial. It's yeah. What's the, what's like, what is the commercial? It's all it says, is. Louisville is boxing. Louisville is yeah. boxing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. yeah, we are yeah. Louisville. Yeah, we are Louisville. So okay. it, is, it shows the Muhammad Ali Center, okay. and then it flashes to his gym. And, and then Dixon. Uh, Dixon. Yeah. And cool, so. man. So it flashes yeah. back and forth between yeah. us, you know, and uh, – which is which is really cool that they used uh, you know that for the for the boys you know yeah and they asked me a thousand times being that stuff but you know how I am Charles I don't really yes. like to, uh, to yes. get me it's like, it's like <laughs> pulling teeth you know yes so if you didn't know it is taking a year and a half to get Jeremy in here. <laughs> it is taking a year and a couple of months to get Jeremy in here so when he said he'd finally do it I was just like yeah. oh that's awesome I'm glad I can get him in here and now I'll start the whole thing and you never know the process so so the movie that they just did. Um, the actor, they called me for several weeks and wanted to use, they seen we were Christian based and uh, they wanted to know if they could use our facility. Right. And so they brought an actor down and I didn't know anything about her, didn't know, you know, and that first movie that she done is called Life Mark. Life Mark. Life Mark. Yeah. So Life Mark, your gym's in Life issues. Mark. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, if you look up. Well, Life- no, and you hit, that was her first movie, but her, she's working on the second movie, mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. that was featured in the gym, some segments. And then clips. it's American Prayer. Yeah. America's Something Prayer. Like, yeah. So that's the one they filmed uh, a couple weeks ago, and I thought they were just going to come in, just do some clips, you know, because she's the she's the head actor in it, right? And um, and then we end up choreographing and doing a bunch of stuff, and um, 
just stay tuned. They're gonna they're gonna do one on my life. Um, you know, down the road here. Uh, mm. Then they're gonna do a book, uh, and you guys will get plugged in on Sweet. how I was homeless at one time and how you know um, how I had a brain stroke and how different things throughout my life. You know, so we're gonna see a book coming. There'll be one. There'll, There'll be a book coming. And, 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 and if you need some actors, some stand-ins, I'm right here. <laughs> right, right. I can act now. Yeah. So, so that'll be down the road, and that's something we're going to work towards. Uh, it's something I've been wanting to do for a lot of years. You know, just to, like I told her, I said, look, I don't want I don't want a lot of the recognition from it. I want to bring the kids who were a part of it, who at the old gym, they lived up above the rafters. There were several MMA fighters of Cameron Kane, uh-huh. Chris Nelson. There's yes. several of those guys that lived in the, in the rafters of the gym. Uh, Brian Stevens. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of guys who lived in the facility, and um, and I didn't have a home, but I had a gym, and we had me and my two boys. Um, we had air mattresses in the back part of our gym, and I didn't even have a home, and didn't even have a car. I rode a bicycle, but we still had a gym. Hey, but you had a gym. So there's a there's a whole lot more to but that story. I know we got to yeah. keep it right, tight. But right. There's a whole lot more to that 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 built me up, um, you know, to what I've done and 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 for that what I call you know we're all fighting for something, and uh, there were many nights that uh, you know Great I just asked, I just asked God where do I belong and where do you want me? You Man, know? can't say anything better than that. That's a great, it's an awesome motto. Mm-hmm. Fight, everybody's fighting for something. Yes, everybody's fighting for something. So we're gonna wrap it up here. This is not gonna be last time. We see y'all. And then one person I don't uh-huh. want to leave out oh, is, yeah. our, is our amateur coach. You know, um, oh. little Isaiah. You know he. Well, he's big Isaiah. Isaiah. Well, he's uh-huh. little Isaiah to me. Isaiah Bay. So. Bay, I think is he not coming with Johnny on them next weekend? Uh, he might be coming in with them. For I the thought it was. Line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, figured so he, started, I figured he was part of their crew. Yeah. And so uh, when you guys get to meet him, yeah. you're going to see. I, I watched that kid for the last four years in the gym. My gosh, is he matured and 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 got a clothing label and mm-hmm. and and they're doing awesome things awesome. now. And he does yeah. the youth kids from 15 and under, and uh, he just does a phenomenal job with them. You know, they really love him and he does the right things. But now the clothing line, and everything. That's why I kept telling him years ago. I said, Isaiah, you got more ambition. And 90% of the kids your age I've ever met. Right. And I said, you're going to be successful. You're going to do something great in your life. And then here he comes with a clothing line. So, and then John awesome. L has his. Too. Yeah. So yep. John, and then John L. And, you know, John L., you know, he's a, he's a, he's an awesome kid. And uh, and I've watched him kind of grow in the last couple of years, you know, in and out with us. And uh, in his clothing line. Uh, I didn't want to. I was going to wear all their clothes in, but I was like, because <laughs> well, I know, I know you're going to do an interview. Right. Clothes, so I'm like, so. I'm trying to get my own segment. Yeah. Uh, I wear extra large. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They got a lot of cool stuff. You know, we went to their, yes. we went to their opening and stuff. You know. Yeah, I heard they like sold out their opening, didn't they? They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. I heard. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard so about that. I was so like, that to me, the... that's awesome for young entrepreneurs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially, uh, you know, awesome. going over and trying to do well in the in, in the developments. Uh, you know, in, in Russell and mm-hmm. the Russell neighborhood mm-hmm. and different areas. I think it's awesome for them to go in there and let them kids know that hey, we've got an opportunity to do good things in life. Right. You know, and mm-hmm. and to and to bring the communities together. You know, and it just takes one face to change things, you know. It does. It does. It does. And I love the attitude. So, we get out of here. Anything we want to say before we get out of here, we're going to take around the table. Mr. Little Warrior, something you want to say before you go? You've been playing with this microphone all day. <laughs> 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 something you want to say before you go? No, I ain't got nothing. You want to take, you want to take <laughs> nothing you want to, uh, I don't know, to give your friends. Anything you want to say to them? Say I'm on TV. I'm on with anything. Nah. Yeah, right. Something. The people that homeschool you. What's up? Tell them what's up. Tell say them you say mom, thank you. Dad. Hey, mom, dad. <laughs> <laughs>
That's awesome. Amy, you got anything before we go? Yeah, thanks for having us. I mean, JC Boxing, JC Elite Team, they good things happening. So I'm behind the scenes and I see a lot. And yeah. Right. <laughs> Jeremy, what you got for us where you go? No, I just appreciate y'all having us out, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and just make sure that, you know, the other kids and communities to get touched in with the other coaches in our district. You know, it's it's really important for uh, the community to see that boxing is not about the fight. You know, there's a lot more to it behind the scenes on how we can direct these kids and change lives in these kids, whether they stay six months or a year. So, right. You know, just a thing out to all the coaches, you know, just keep doing all the good hard work in the city. You know, keep all the kids plugged in and just try to drag more kids in and, you know, get them off the streets and, you know, get them in a gym. And uh, once they get in behind that door, they'll realize that they'll forget about everything else outside of that door. Well said. Well said. Jocelyn, we got anything for you go? There's nothing else. Nothing. You won't say, <laughs> say hi to nobody? What's up? Party people? Hey. All right. Who's got it? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Superman, right? Mm-hmm. Kyle. Boom, I got it. I want it now. <laughs> I got it now. Anything you like to say before we go, Kyle? Nah, I just appreciate you having us. Yeah, anything you want to say? Anything? What did you, where'd you go? Paducah Tillman? No, I'm a Kraken. You been a Kraken? Okay, I know a little bit about Paducah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I know a little bit about Paducah. Katie, anything? Uh, thanks before for giving go. back to the community. There needs to be more of, of that energy around, make the world a better place. and. Uh, hey, anybody interested in getting their kid involved in some in a fabulous community? You know where to go, Jeff City Boxing. Jeff City Boxing, Jeffersonville, Indiana. Turns out to be part one of a part three series. I'm coming for the rest of you two too. We want to thank you for being here. I know everybody's got a busy schedule. Like I think y'all shooting out of here going to kickboxing joint, right? Yeah, we uh, we have to put something together. Uh, and you know, put the ring and stuff together. Me and yeah. Kyle helped them get that together. Uh, give a shout out to. Uh, the chance uh, back and uh, and they're putting an awesome thing together and a lot of the gyms are plugging in at 502 um, awesome. you know Triumph there's a lot yeah. of the guys uh, you need to get plugged in that scene. yeah you know hey, you know I'm coming for you hey I'm trying to get on there too yeah so even Jarvis hit me up last night you know, and said you know I need some information on the event you know he was a he was a, a champion kickboxer so it's yeah. really cool to have that adapted back in because uh, it takes all the guys in the gym you know to make things work and in the community and and I think Chanson is going to have a have an awesome turnout tonight for that uh, over in Indiana. Yep, that's awesome, man. So I appreciate you being here. I know everybody's schedule is crazy. Part one or part three with mm-hmm. JC, Jeremy Voyles. We are out of here, LLF, man. It's great. See y'all later. <laughs>